Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom, to episode 19 of the official One Arrowhead Drive podcast. With me, as always, are Dylan and Trev. Looking forward to getting into this Viking game. Guys, what do you got tonight? Yeah, I had a good little night, a little softball game for my daughter. Excited to talk about this Vikings game. I think it's going to be a good one. A lot of offense uh, we're hoping for. Yeah, definitely not going to be a snoozer, especially at that 325 mark. I think this will be a game that everybody's tuned into and be a little high octane. So let's get into it. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, a lot to talk about with this one uh, compared to the last two games that uh, this team's played in. We get the one and three Vikings Chiefs uh, five point favorites at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota against a team that's 0-2 at home so far this year. Injury report for us this week uh, looks, or the initial one anyways, Nick Bolton and Jalen Watson back at practice today, albeit in a limited fashion, so that's good to see. Um, <clears throat> and really after that, nothing too much, just some bumps and bruises throughout the roster that guys were, they, they practiced through, so that's always good to see. So let's talk about the playmakers and the offense for this Vikings offense, guys. Let's get right into it. Definitely the the toughest offense up to this point, I think, that we're going to play um, probably since the, the Lions game. Tons of playmakers everywhere from top to bottom at every skill position. Yeah, let's just talk about them. And, and Dill, why don't you start us off? Yeah, like you said, you know, this uh, Vikings team as a whole, starting off one and three, but the offense is definitely not something you could blame or put the blame on. The defense really has been kind of lacking, but as far as offense, playmakers top to bottom, I mean, you got Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, arguably one of the better tight ends in the league right now, probably second best, honestly. Jordan Addison, the young rookie out of USC. You know, there's a lot to like on this offense that our defense is definitely going to have if their job cut out for them. T, personally to me, I think Hawkinson is going to be our biggest problem. I know that might be a little bit of a stretch, but we've seen these first four weeks our our, our defense has not been up to par for, to, is to covering the tight end. So hopefully we can get Nick Bolton back. But do you agree? You think uh, Hawk might be our biggest problem here, or you going to go with Justin Jefferson? That's a good call on, on Hawk, just uh, kind of where he plays. Over the middle, the, that short area target, we struggled a little bit with the tight ends of the Jets, and Hawkinson's a lot more talented than the guys they have over there. So I do like that call, but I, I think we'd be uh, mistaken not to say it's the best wide receiver in the league that scares me the most. And Justin Jefferson runs the best routes, just a tough cover. You can double him. You can single him. Man-to-man zone, it seems like he's going to beat it, and that that's Kirk's guy. So uh, high priority on you know, limiting him, you're never going to shut him down. I don't think he's going to get his regardless. He's great after the catch. He's great on the deep ball. Um, I think a place to exploit this Vikings offense is going to be on their offensive line. If we can pressure Kirk up the middle, I think that that'll be the key to our success. If we can force him out of the pocket, make him uncomfortable in there. Um, I like our chances to uh, get him off his spot, get him off his mark and, uh, and really disrupt that offensive rhythm. But man, they got some guys, some guys we haven't mentioned yet, and their running back room just got a little, little deeper with the addition of Gam Akers. Um, Alexander Madison's a serviceable back, serviceable back. He can catch it out of the backfield. Like we said, this Vikings offense is a lot of fun, very concentrated. We know where the ball's going, and uh, we got to do a lot as a defense to scheme 
some of these guys out of the game and and limits a guy like Jefferson. And, you know, honestly, this is a big swing game for them. That 0-3 start was rough. They need this game. Kirk, we all know, is a quarterback that can be hot or he can be ice cold. So hopefully we get the ice cold Kirk that turns the ball over a few times. I really think if you can stop the run game with this team and make it one-dimensional, yes, there are two primary weapons. And Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson are clearly through the air, but as three Alexander Madison stands in the offseason regarding fantasy football, we've known he hasn't had too much besides this last week and his best game, they win. So I think we can, if we can limit the run game, make them more one-dimensional, I think we can play right in our hands on that. Yeah, I think like you guys said, or like Trev, you alluded to, I think this defensive line definitely has to have a better showing this week or else um you know we, we can trust Trent and LJ on the outside but man it's it's going to be tough to cover Jeff, Justin Jefferson um you know for 3 or 4 seconds like this this D line was allowing last week so we definitely can't have that again um this offensive line would rather run block than pass block um you know it's, it's kind of predicated on Kirk getting the ball out uh, on time and quickly so Anytime we can interrupt uh, or disrupt, excuse me, those those passing lanes and and cause Kirk to hang back there a little more, you know, really the only the only guy most people are going to know is Christian Darisol on that on that O line. So you know, keep just interrupting his timing and and keeping the ball in his hands longer uh, and and making him move off of his spot. I think that's going to be you know the biggest test for this defense because we, Kirk's shown this year he's fumbled the ball four times already fumbles have been an issue for this offense so I think if we can if we can get a pass rush against a what I would consider a below average offensive line I think that this team can definitely or this defense excuse me can can definitely cause some problems so we'll see Spags usually schemes up pretty well against quarterbacks that really don't run and and are kind of statues back there in the pocket and that's kind of what Kirk is uh, but he can definitely hurt you if if you let him. So especially with these with these playmakers. So yeah, defense has to has to take a step forward, especially up front this week. Uh, let's talk about the Vikings defense. Definitely a kind of a shadow of their offense. They definitely don't have near the playmakers on defense that they do on offense. Like we talked about, this defense has kind of been a sieve thus far. Allow they allow a lot of points. They're they're definitely a lower half of the league defense outside of Harrison Smith and Daniel Hunter. Uh, both of which have multiple sacks. Daniel Hunter is definitely a problem, so definitely a test for this O-line. Guys, uh, anything you want to say about this defense? Yeah, I think this is a team uh, or a defense that this team's got to come out. As, you know, I say this team and the Chiefs, they got to come out and exploit this defense because we've had a mixed bag of emotions these first four weeks, and, man, this is definitely a defense besides last week that's given up a lot of points and a lot of yards, so. Hopefully we can establish the run here. I know we preach that every week, but it seems we make this offense go. Matter of fact, last week, that's all we really had going for us. So as far as their secondary goes, besides Harrison Smith, I don't really see too much that really scares me. If our uh, wide receivers can't get open against this bunch, I'm really going to start to get worried. I don't want to play down too much on them, but it just doesn't have too much skill on the back half that this this group of wide receivers and Travis Kelsey's definitely got to get open and hopefully we can start to see the offense click a little bit better. We've talked about it in fantasy and talked about it in our preview of the season show about how 
we like our chances against bad defenses, and it's kind of it's kind of been reverse of that a little bit. Our offense hasn't showed up except for that one game against the Bears. Granted, we've played some good defenses in those other ones. Lions, iffy. Jags, iffy. But this is a defense we got to come out and we got to put points up. Like Dylan said, it's it doesn't have a lot of talent. The one guy that really worries you is Daniel Hunter on the defensive line. He's gonna he's gonna test our offensive line a little bit, but he's the only guy they have up there. So what can we scheme to get get a chip on him? Like we said, establish the run just like we did last week. That's gonna set up the pass game. Get some easy throws for Pat. Get him in a rhythm. Um, I like our chances of putting up points this week. I think we could finally click. The NFC North is going to be good for this team this year. A lot of not very good defenses over there. So it's going to be an exciting game. We talked about the offense uh, for the Vikings on the other side. I think they're going to be able to score some points, and we're going to have to score some points to keep up with them. So the game in Minnesota scares me a little bit, but I think that the defense that they have is going to allow us to put up enough points, and our defense is good enough to to hold them in check. I think just like you guys said, I think – the the wide receivers and we this is a, a theme every week that the wide receivers have to continue to to try to show Pat that they can get open. Um, you know that they always say in the league that quarterbacks can throw guys open, and unfortunately, I think over the past few weeks, Pat has shaded on the side of you know not chancing balls as much, and I think he did it last week. Uh, you know the two picks were very uncharacteristic of him and and you know I think those were balls after you continue to watch the the replays like man no one else is open what am I going to do with the ball you know these wide receivers have to show that they're not going to you know make these mistakes over and over again and man it's got like you guys said against a defense like this it has to it has to start to to show so you know I think Rasheed Rice I hate to I hate to count out Sky but I mean, the guy's just, he hasn't shown us anything yet, nor, I mean, really has he shown any improvement from last year. So um, I think Rasheed Rice has to be that guy. I sent you guys something earlier today on a target per route run late rate, excuse me, in the NFL. Rasheed Rice is at 34% and, he, and that's 2% below the, the top guy in the league. So, you know, when he's out there running routes, he's seeing targets. Um, so we made it a point to say last week before the Jets game that, we thought this guy was going to be more involved and and he was involved last last week, but not to the point where, you know, I think he he's going to have to be for this offense. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can write, write the ship there and hopefully Pat can write the ship. Usually we don't see him, you know, knock on wood, have two poor games in a row. So hopefully, you know, he'll have that chip on his shoulder this week and, and he kind of thrives in these shootout games where he knows he's going to have to score a lot. So hopefully we see him and uh, Mr. Kelsey, without taylor swift hopefully hopefully that does she have a, a concert this weekend hopefully somewhere we have not got confirmation yet um, i hate to say it but we will not be reporting on it either come on we you guys don't have an era tour <laughs> schedule up yet i mean then that's something i heard to check i heard she she canceled all her sunday shows it's just no she stop. watch your boyfriend stop seriously i can't no i'm gonna be i'm gonna be cutting it close coming back <laughs> From uh, a little trip to down to Trev's uh, Trev's area in Texas, and I, I can't. I just want to watch the game. I don't want to come back and see Swifty commercials, you know, every time. Um, just get used to it, bud. Hey, speaking of, did you guys see that? I think LeBron's getting a little jealous. Do you guys see on on Twitter? LeBron uh, shouted out the the New Heights podcast and said, 
Hey man, apparently now you guys are the biggest guys from Cleveland. Uh, you know, any chance I could get on the podcast or whatever. So you get a little jealous of Taylor Swift, man. No, I would love to listen to that that show there. That I think LeBron on there would be a great time. So. Hey, we'll let him on. You guys want you yeah. guys want LeBron to come on? <laughs> you got his contact? Uh, uh yeah, it's uh at wannabe23 Uh-oh. <laughs> on Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> Had to. Um all right, so yeah, hopefully, like I said, hopefully Pat writes the ship ship this week. He can write the shit or the ship, either one, and uh, you know we get back <laughs> on track. <laughs> um, sorry, I got I got off track there uh, per usual. But anything else for you guys for the defense, or I'm excuse, excuse me, the the Vikings defense and our offense? No, I think we covered it pretty well. I don't know about Trev, but yeah, I think as far as I go, just hope we can we can get this offense humming and. Go from there. Yeah. Speaking of offense, Hammond and Trev, you brought him up, but I think an explosion game is coming. I don't know if it's this week. An explosion game is coming from Rashi Rice. You talked about his targets per route run. He's out there a lot more now. I think I think it's coming. Big time for him. We've seen some yak ability from him, and Pat seems to love the guy. He's getting targets when he's out there. So I think it's coming. Is this the game where TK gets going? Yeah, yeah, they're I linebackers. See that or, too. Yeah, see, I could see him toward. I mean, Harrison Smith's good. You know, he's getting older, but you know, so is Kelsey. So I think it's definitely somebody that that they could try and just really feed this week, or hopefully, you know, Chiefs fans, we all love to see that. Yeah. Let me I ask you guys this: last week, it's probably going to happen. I think this is one of your big Kelsey games. Yeah, I mean, nobody likes to perform poorly in front of their girlfriend. What do you guys think we do with Justin Jefferson? you think we give him, you know, Calvin Ridley and him, are, I don't, they're not in the same tier as far as a wide receiver goes, but, you know, we really didn't double Calvin Ridley. I mean, Legarius was able to kind of eliminate him on his own. Uh, Sneed kind of held him quiet, or excuse me, not Sneed, but um, McDuffie kind of held him quiet too. So what do you think we do there? I mean, it's hard not to double, like you said, Trevor, the best wide receiver in the league. But this team really hasn't done that yet. And then we didn't do it with the modern St. Brown to start the year either. So I don't know. What do you, how do you guys think we bracket him? Just play a lot of zone. What do you think? Like T said earlier, you're going to have to let him get his. You're not going to completely lock this dude out of the game. Kirk throws the ball to him way too much. I mean, you just got to try to limit the huge plays, I guess. The thing that scares me the most, and I love LeJarius Need, but I would prefer McDuffie on him, to be honest. But Justin Jefferson doesn't always play out of that slot role. So I think you're going to get a lot of LeJarius Need and possibly our cornerback two out there, whoever's playing at that moment, whether it be uh, Williams or Watson, depending on, you know, injury wise. But it kind of like you alluded to there, we're definitely going to have to shade the safety over the top to him no matter what. That's where I'm kind of fearing the Hawkinson over the middle call like I had earlier. I think both the tight ends in this game have really good matchups. You just got to kind of hope with an over-under of 52 and a half, you really got to hope that Kirk makes a mistake in a big moment because he does that and he's very prone to it. I like old Kirk Duggins as much as everybody else, but he he just has always seemed to drop the ball sometimes. So I'm hoping he can give us a gift. and. uh make a one of those errant throws that usually cost them a game oh yeah i think kirk will give it to us once or twice pick or fumble we'll get there um as far as jefferson goes i think you guys pretty much said 
what I think is going to happen. I think we'll it'll be either be Snead or McDuffie on him, and we'll have bracket coverage, a little safety help over the top. Or I could see us just going Snead or McDuffie one-on-one with him, let him get his when he gets it, and then shut down everybody else on that offense. If Justin gets 200 and they score 20 points, I think I think Spagnuolo would take that every time. Yeah, you got to let him get his. There. I think that's what we do. I don't think we go the whole Bilicek route and take their best player out completely. I think you just kind of let him get his and and see what happens after that. Take everybody else out with your best players on defense. Here's the bigger question. If we lose this game, do we see the chains on Kirk Cousins? I hope so. <laughs> Man, he, he ain't riding no plane home. He's just taking the car ride home. Oh, they'll yeah, break him out of the locker true. room for this game. I guarantee you on that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. that's one thing. We know we're going to get their best shot. They're, they were a playoff team last year. Team that won, what, 13, 14 games? 13 games, I think, last year. Yeah, yeah something like that. Biggest comeback in NFL Good team. We're going to get their best shot. It's going to be a close game, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think if this game was in Arrowhead, I think it'd be a touchdown spread, but I think it's appropriate to to be under one score on the road um, against a dangerous team. My worry is that I, I agree. I think that we kind of throw the kitchen sink at Justin Jefferson, and and if that if at that point, if it doesn't work and he beats us, then we just say, hey, we're going to you know, hope like we get like a, a Jamar Chase game from a couple of years ago where he goes nuts and they still only beat us by three, you know, or whatever that game we lost in, in uh, Cincy. So, you know, the guys can still get theirs and, and we can still we can still win. So what I was getting to is that I just I hope we don't see George out in coverage on TJ Hawkinson like we we saw last week a couple of times because, man, that ain't going to work. Or Jefferson. You know, we had that on. We had yeah, him on Garrett Wilson. That. So yeah. what's the difference? Who who was it? Who was it? And this was not Spags. This was Bob Sutton. But who was it that was out in coverage on uh, AB in the Steelers game that year? Justin Houston. Houston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lay, Lay the game. <laughs> Biggest funny, of the funny year. how we really remember that. That was. Oh, yeah. I was so mad after that game. Yeah, I don't know how that's not burned in your head. Who that was out on coverage? Got beat by six field goals. Never forget it. Bad times. Bad times. Bad times. Um, all right, guys. Let's get into the overrush for the week. Uh, like we talked about last week, Dill uh, building a, uh, a pretty good lead on us, but, you know, it's a long year. So um, hopefully we, we uh, Trev and I, get going. Um, all right, let's start. We haven't done one with Pat for a while. So Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half touchdowns on the week after kind of a down week last week. Big over. He's going to have one of them four or five touchdown performances. We've had the running game going in the past few games. Yeah, give me the big over. Agree. Over for me as well. Okay. Over for me. Same way. Uh, Justin Jefferson, over under uh, 103 and a half receiving yards. I'll go over. It's like one of the only guys in the league you can, you can even think about it over 100, yeah. over yeah. Under 100 yards. You know what I mean? I, I, I would be shocked anyway. Yeah. So. Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the league. We talked about maybe letting him get his. I'll go. I'll go over one hundred and three. Yeah, I like. Although we like our corners, I definitely like him over a hundred yards. He just gets fed the ball too much. Yeah, I, I think whatever his receiving prop is, if if anybody out there likes betting props, I think 
it's a pretty safe belt bet to get both. And and if he doesn't get close, then it's just a snoozer of a game. Um, because this guy is going back to where it all started for him, and we didn't really talk about him. Talk about him, excuse me, up to this point. Uh, Jet McKinnon over under three and a half receptions. This is where, if I remember right, tore both ACLs here, correct? In Minnesota, after starting out, had a decent career start. I think the second second one was in San Fran. San Fran. Second okay. one might have been in San Fran. Yep. Yeah. But well, this is where it all started. That being from. said, we talked about possibly a pass happy game from Pat. I'm going to go over. Jets are pass guy. I know three and a half seems like a lot, but if we get into a trailing script, if we got a lot of uh, inside the 20 plays, Jets going to get there for us. Uh, give me over three and a half. Man, I hate to be the same across the board because it hasn't been working out for me well this year. Or it hasn't been working out well for you guys, I guess. But yeah, I got to go over as well on there. I think this is a game that's going to be high octane. And yeah, especially if we somehow fall behind, Jet's going to be your guy. So yeah, give me the give me the over. I'm gonna go under there just because I we start we're starting to see Pop get a little more uh, involvement in the pass game, uh, and I have some ground to make up, so I'm gonna go under there um, as well. Uh, you know, maybe he gets in the end zone on the ground. You never know. Um, all right, last one, Mister Chris Jones over under one and a half sacks against the statue that is Kirky Cousins McThuggins. Give me the over on this one. Okay, I think. They haven't really shown too much up front on the offensive line. The defensive line's got to be playing a little pissed off after getting really shut out last week. So, yeah, give give me the over. Honestly, I'd probably take the over, too. But like Trev said in the last segment, I got some ground to make up as well on you, Dylan. Hopefully our other guys get there. Do I think uh, Chris is going to get over one and a half sacks? Mo- sacks? Not, not the other word I just <laughs> he said. He might get over one and a half sacks. I don't know, man. <laughs> He might. You saw that combine video. Is this the field? Is this the field where he ran the combine? It could be. It is not. That was an indie. That would be indie. I do think he probably gets over it, but for the sake of the show, I'm going to go under. Um, Just to be different than Dylan trying to never get around. By the way, I'm (laughs) probably. Jesus, can we move on? Uh, Okay, you're going. You're going under. Yeah, Trev, I'm going under. All right. I'm going to go under with you. I, I don't know. He's, I, I think he can definitely, I'm with you. I think he can definitely get two sacks easy. Uh, I just think, uh, you know, we got some ground to make up. All right. Score predictions. Forgot it last week. We'll call ourselves out. We got too excited for the Jets on Sunday Night Football. But now that we're here for the Vikings, Dill, what do you got? Give me uh, 31-27 Chiefs, tight one all the way to the end. Kirk makes a big turnover. Defense comes up clutch. Go with that. I don't think it mattered that we missed score predictions last week. Ain't none of us would have been right. I can guarantee you that. True. I would at least have been 20 points over. I I had had 23-20 in the range of outcomes easy. I don't know what Yeah, I think you did have that in the notes for last week. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Um, For me, I think it's going over. We've been so wrong so many times saying that. This year, one of these times we're going to be right. Give me uh 3427 Chief. I am not going to uh change the theme at all. I'm 3830 Chiefs. I I do, you know, this team has a uh history of not covering, but I think this week with this defense, I, I definitely think it can happen. So 
Yeah, I, I like the Chiefs this week um, to, to score a lot of points. And and like you guys said, for, for Kirk not to be able to keep up. All right. That is going to do it for us for the Vikings preview. Trev and Dill will uh, get out some fantasy football content later this week uh, for some DFS stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take my first vacation days from, from the podcast. And uh, I'm not, who's, who's going to be the moderator? I think Dylan is going to do it. I don't quite, you know, I had the voice for it. So, T, I think you're out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll figure All it right. out. We'll miss you. We'll figure it out. Have That's fun right. on vacation. We will see you next week, Trev. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts and uh join our Facebook page and Twitter account. It is uh, on Facebook, it's one arrowhead drive podcast, Twitter at one the number one arrowhead dr pod. We will see you guys next time.